Hello everyone. Welcome back to Bachelorish. I'm Alice. I'm Camden. I'm Becky. Uh, episode seven of the Golden Bachelor this week, the women tell all. Right at the very start, they tease where we left off last week, which was quite dramatic. Yeah, it was. Quite yeah. the cliffhanger, you know, basically where Gary's crying and Teresa and Faith are left. So that's what we're going to come back to right. Gary's saying, I know what I want to do. I just don't want to yeah. do it. So sad. we had to wait till the very end of the episode to see what happened here. But first right. we get the women tell all, which, you know, the favorites are back. Here's who's there. Patty, Pamela, uh, Marina, Christina, Natasha, Joan, Nancy, Edith, April, Kathy, Sandra, Susan, and Ellen. All looking absolutely amazing. All looking like they could be the next Golden Bachelorette. Yes. Hmm, you think they'll do that? I think they better. They should. If anything, the women deserve a pool of the Bachelor men to choose from afterwards. You know what I mean? They also said a lot about it. Like, I mean, that kind like of there's a lot of them that are still open, open for love here. Or maybe Sandra paradise. leads us in her uh, patented relaxation technique right off the bat. <laughs> Take a deep breath and then a curse word, ah, I guess. And we get the li- recap of everything that happened. The limos, the pickleball, the dancing, the ridiculous house they had to live in with bunk beds as 60 to 75 year old women yeah. uh, uh what some of the funny moments they showed was april's fake ankle fall yeah and they did show the main drama of the season which was the Teresa and kathy zip it scenario yeah and it followed by like a really just inspiring friendship written recap, right? Yeah, so the yeah. recap was pretty good. There wasn't yeah. much drama there. Not too much. <laughs> um, he, they, uh, Jesse talks to Susan first. She, I had, she had quite the funny limo entrance that I kind of forgot about, talking about her six-inch heels. Yeah. She said it was a little embarrassing for her son watching on, but she said she would even gotten even farther into it <laughs> if she would have known. Here's what April says about her personality when Jesse asks her about everything. And April says, you know, like, I tried to reel it in a little bit and maybe I reeled it in too much. Yeah. She, you know, maybe she should have been her more crazy outgoing self. Yeah, a lot of the women were asked kind of how it felt so much, you know, kissing with all the grandkids and kids at home. And April, who was pretty outgoing, still said she reeled it in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but they all needed hugs and kisses. Yeah. They need it. And yeah, Nancy says after her family saw her in this setting, right? They kind of see her as someone who needs this type of relationship in her life. And they're now very supportive of the single version of her. Yeah. So I can see this. I think it was good for all of them. It really was was. because it's not really something you would think about saying your thing. Uh, He talks about the pickleball tournament and he talks about sandra's epic pickleball play yeah she's so amazing i'm still just totally amazed with her 75 very competitive like i was i would have hurt myself doing that she doesn't look her age no or after age no (laughs) she seems very young yeah she's she's very young and very fun uh and then they talk about people at the moment, did the people believe April's ankle injury? And some of them said yes, they did. But Susan, obviously, is like, no way. Didn't buy it at all. 
I mean, it seemed real until she said it wasn't <laughs> yeah. me. But. Yeah. And oh, oh, no, I didn't. No, it didn't. Camden didn't buy it. But at that age, you're wor- worried about someone falling down, right? So it can be more serious than just someone, yeah, get up, shake it off. You know yeah, what I mean? You, you kind of got to coddle them a little guess, bit. But it was a bad stage fall. Uh, <laughs> Camden could tell the theater and Camden could tell. Yeah, yeah. And okay, so we get to the little bit of drama here. Jesse gives Kathy an opportunity to clear their air about the Teresa stuff. I liked how they handled this. I mean, it really couldn't have gone any better or worse. I mean, yeah. she's, she what just realizes, you, you know, you know, could she um, be more delicate? Yeah, yeah. But she says know. she's a straight shooter. She says it's in the moment. And it's in the past now, and she right. are nothing but the best. I'm sure Kathy realizes that, you know, it's just a place of you want what someone else has. Yes. And, you know, unfortunately, you can't change it. Uh, but Kathy came off great. Teresa wasn't there, you know, to, to answer and get the apology. But I assume at some point they've hashed it out. Yeah. Next up is a hilarious bit about the food. These Man. women were yeah. eating good in that house. Yeah. Yeah, they were. And also It was rich. affecting them. <laughs> yeah, and also it maybe wasn't so nice on the, the tummies. Um, <laughs> Susan said she was quite gassy. Very gassy here in the house. And she says Edith's guacamole, which she was making in pasta-sized bowls every single day, <laughs> was doing her in. It was so good that Susan said she was wow, eating it like three meals a day, and <laughs> wow. she was eating it like three days later. Wow. So I could see how well, anything in that amount. I was going to say, I, I don't think it was the food itself. <laughs> eating guacamole for three days straight, <laughs> your body would be like, oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um. No more. But other people... And Susan doesn't want to hear it, but other people tell Susan, no, it's your meatballs. Uh-huh. Kathy goes, no, it's your meatballs. So that was a funny bit. I know. <laughs> the little stick in the butt out the door to pass gas. <laughs> They're hilarious. They're so funny. Uh, I can't imagine the normal crop of 25-year-olds that come into the Bachelor Mansion have these types of fun interactions like, the women interacting with each other was so fun to watch. It was. It was good. Natasha said nothing happened to her. <laughs> yeah, no, she thought, I'm cool. I'm good. It was I'm all good. Cool. Um, but so they, she was like, yes, you problem. One of the, the things that <laughs> Natasha talks about is how just really the whole ordeal was inspiring and gave them hope. Yeah. Right. And uh, you can really tell. I think they all came out of it with a positive mindset that, hey, maybe I can put myself out there and this can happen. There are nice people out there that could be a match for me. Jesse's like, yes. Yeah, it. Susan says, you know, just got to get up and live. Yeah. Susan's gotta so fun, honestly. People. And yeah, then Jesse's like, well, someone else was inspired by you. And it's Chris Jenner, who is Susan's doppelganger, basically, and gives them all a little shout out. Yeah, <laughs> they like that. They did. I mean good for them Mm -hmm. and so that's the first intro part and now we're going to get into the hot seat portions of the the night and the first one is joan um yeah this is sad sad story it is a sad bit because joan could have seen herself with uh gary they recap her bit they show her winning poem remember how she was so nervous and she thought she was going to throw up all over his shoes and she gave the poem and and gary just felt you know, it was 
in his, you know, yeah. she was just talking directly to him, her, uh, his heart. Um, and she had lost her spouse a couple of years ago. She had shared that story. Um, and their dinner was so, so great. And then the next morning, her having to leave um, and their goodbye. So it was a right. very sad recap. We, we find out more that it was the daughter was having a postpartum depression. Yeah, so yeah like severe. Yeah. And I'm so glad that people realize that it's actually a big deal and yeah. not something that should just be dismissed. And Joan is basically, um, you know, she had to go. First and foremost, she's a mom. She had to go back and take care of her kid. No matter the age of your kid, they still need your love and support. But it was hard for her to watch back because she really feels like they had un unfinished right. business. She saw a future with him and yeah. she thinks they would have, have had a good chance. She thinks like she could see it. Like I think that's what hurt her the most. She didn't have that closure where there was a real reason it didn't work yeah. out. You know, where you can usually say, okay, he decided I wasn't for him or there was just something we weren't compatible on. It really is hard because you don't get that same bit. But she does say he opened her heart back up. And I feel like she could be a contender, possibly. Could be. For a, a Golden Bachelorette. There's quite a few, though. That, that's what I think. I think there's a quite a few. And, there are. There were yeah. a lot of possible Bachelorette edits. Yeah. That's I, what I thought. I mean, I there are lots so many... of really pretty women also that are yeah. very interesting, compelling, and would be desirable. I think there's just so many more women that we liked. <laughs> Yeah, no, so exactly. we can see that possibility. Yeah, we're like, I'd be fine with lots of them. Uh, I do feel bad for Joan that she didn't get her fair shake because I think she actually could have worked with, with Gary and I think she might have been here at this point oh, still. Oh, she might. You know. Next up is a real one of our saddest we're bits. Sad. Like, so sad. Mm. Um, Ellen, who looks beautiful, dressed in red. And we get to see the recap of their journey. We had, I had just forgot how much it really grew, you know, and how... Uh, it seemed like he really took her like under her wing. And one of the things she mentioned so much about him is how he really treated her like a, a princess. Yeah, she said it was a shock. Mm -hmm. She thought he was the one. To Admittedly, I was shocked also. Me yeah. too. And I just wish, I do wish that like at this point, who's saying he couldn't have had four hometown dates? Yeah, Who's saying not? he couldn't yeah. have three fantasy suite dates? You really this don't is, know. It might turn out differently. This is the normal situation. You have four hometowns. He had four four deep connections. Three fantasy suites dates. We could have seen the person who was just eliminated still there. Yeah, you why know couldn't what I mean? he? So I don't know why they decided to speed it up so much. I feel yeah. like it hindered the connections that could have been. Mm -hmm. Because then after fantasy suite date, it can kind of wrap up in a more logical way, possibly. If you don't have the chemistry, you don't have something like that then having it just end so abruptly like like it does seem to go this season. And so also it also didn't make the pacing any better for us. It went like really fast. Yeah, it went very quickly. Kinda. Yeah, it went very quickly. She said mm -hmm. that it was one of the most emotional and difficult times of her life face to face with true happiness and disappointment. Unhappiness and disappointment. <sighs> it really makes me sad. Yeah. It really makes me it sad. Is, and really I did sad. think that. I go, oh man, we thought that when Ellen gets uh, released or eliminated she's gonna be just devastated she saw an amazing life with him yeah she Aww. let herself i hate that feeling it's one of the worst feeling in the world when you let yourself dream and you let yourself hope and you let yourself dream of a future and it can't doesn't happen or it's taken away or just you know it's not possible yeah. it's like one of the worst feelings ever you're like why did i let myself think about this stuff and yeah. so i'm hoping um and she had that date where he made her feel like a princess yeah 
That she date usually is really a big deal. Also, she got the, you know, the earrings. She got the photo. Yeah. Uh, she got special moments that made her feel, you know, I could see where she felt like she was validated and feeling yes. where she wasn't going to go. She's crying watching it. And it's just really hard watching her back. It is. Um, she says, though, she's worthy. She has gratitude for Gary, and she knows she's worthy, and she is ready to find her happiness. Here's another option. It's Mm -hmm. another option here. And she has the most heartbreaking story. It's, like, really impossible to watch. I had to, like, blink back tears um, talking about her best friend, Roberta, which was really the push it took to get her on the show. Roberta's a super fan, was a super fan of uh, Bachelor Nation and has since passed. And it was just so sad. Even Jesse is crying here. It's just yeah. Yeah, it, heartbreaking. It really so she has this storyline, not to say, you know, you need this super sad bit storyline, but this is a storyline that you could even see. Lines, I mean, all these women have very sad storylines here. Um, so that was Ellen's moment on the hot seat. And here comes Gary. To standing ovation and cheers. Oh, yeah. And Chance and Gary. Oh, man. They love it. Yeah. I'm hoping. I, I mean, he's handled himself quite well so far. Like, what can he do? Even oh, though yeah. these moments yeah, are, I mean, do? like, the stuff that happens at the end of this is like, oh, my gosh, I'm in shock. But, like, what can you do? But we're not seeing anything um, that makes us think anything bad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, he's done a great job. Compared to our last few bachelors, he is an absolute oh, yeah. ray of sunshine. <laughs> God. Um, and he's doing all right, though. He's very overwhelmed. And he misses all the women, loves all the women. I truly believe it. Oh, I think so. I think he really sees them as good yeah. friends. Yeah. Um, one of the things Jesse says, did you, I know you didn't plan on kissing all these women when you went on the show. And he's like, yeah, I couldn't help it. They're all so beautiful, so amazing. And yeah, Gary did kiss a lot of women. Yeah. It's something in my mind I yeah. can't comprehend, you know what I mean? But wow. Yeah, and he said, what's it like kissing with the granddaughters watching? <laughs> <laughs> he said, granddaughters be damned. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm glad. He Go wasn't going to pass it up. Get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's funny. Um, the women have nothing but brave things to say about him, too. Like, Sandra's yeah. like, he is a gentleman. He is a gentleman. There is no He bitterness. is amazing. Yeah, like, no all the fights. women. It wasn't None like there that. was shade. Yeah. There wasn't any of that shade happening. No, no so shade. you have to believe these women when they say that, yeah, he's a stand-up guy. So I usually don't like the, you know, tell-all show. Yeah. But this is good. It was better because there was less of that manufactured outrage, yeah. drama, trying to get on a paradise. Yeah, there weren't people trying. Right. All that stuff happens because these people who are, you know, I hate to say it, night one eliminations who have no, you know what I mean, yeah. haven't made their yeah. mark. They come on to try to get a spot on paradise. Right. They fight we, for camera time yeah, by making stupid comments. We didn't have comments. the women who left early fighting for this camera time and trying to start drama to get a little bit more airtime to solidify their like place. They're not fighting for fame. Exactly. They I think they literally care about was each there other. about support and it seemed like it they really were all, was. you know. It's a really uplifting woman tell all. No. Um, uh, Joan says she wishes him the best, that she's craving that attention and that connection that they had again. Marina was saying, are there any more men in Indiana like yourself? And he says, we're all like this in Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder. I'm curious as well. Um, uh, Ellen, you know, thanks Gary for her time with him. So all the women were very 
grateful for their time right. with Gary. No one really snarked. No one threw shade. So that's different. <laughs> yeah, I think they a lot a lot of them talked about um, feeling invisible as you get older. Yeah, right? yeah. So they feel seen. And they're stars. Like, they're beloved by people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we lo- liked every bit of the interactions of the women, especially I could have watched at least, you know, another whole segment of television show, you know, in the hour of them just hanging out in the in the house and talking about their stuff and doing the Never Have I Ever and talking about their food and doing their funny stuff. Um, I would have, I could have easily watched another whole bit of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they came out really looking great and actually having personality and not so contrived, which yeah. we get a lot of times with the younger people, like are just so trying to put on some certain way that they can. Yeah. I don't know. It just seemed very I mean, different. you could almost see a reality show where you just follow a group of women like that in yeah. the house and what they're going to exactly. do, you know, all and, the uh, different people they'll exactly. see. Exactly. People would love it. People yeah. really liked it and they were golden great women. Yeah. Real life golden girls. Yeah. And Gary says, we made history together, guys, basically. And they did. It was great. And yeah. I think uh, the show has been a success. So I'm hoping we see more. So that was it for the first part of the reunion, the Women Tell All. And we're going to get back to the rose ceremony that we left off on last week, right? Right. The main person they're featuring with how nervous she is, is Faith. And she wants to be confident, but she's epically nervous. Yeah. Um, Said when they told each other they loved each other, she was on top of the world. I don't see... I mean, in my mind, that was one of the most epic moments I've seen. Yeah, I just can't believe it. In terms of a declaration of love, like it seemed out of a movie. It was so epic in my mind. Um, And to make that big statement there in front of the family. Into each other's eyes and making that statement in front of the family. Like, this, I cannot believe this ends up. I thought she was it. Um, Same, same. But. He Gary doesn't want to do what he knows he needs to do. And here he comes with a deep inhale. He says, Teresa. Deep inhale's never good. <laughs> and the audience gasps. Yeah. Sad, sad. Yeah, the audience, they were surprised. I, how could you not be? Yeah. I just don't. I mean, I almost think one of the reasons they finished up this rose ceremony here at the Women's Hall All is because if that happened any sooner... You know what I mean? Like, if it happened 10 minutes after we saw that declaration of love, we would have just been, like, angered, you know, almost. Yeah. Because, like, 10 minutes, we wouldn't have had enough time to get over that. There's no way we would have thought that was going to work out. So after Teresa gets the rose, Faith hugs the women that are next to her goodbye, and Gary walks her out. Yeah. He says it was really nice to meet her family, and it was a yeah. super hard decision. Um, she was thinking it was going to work out. I can see how you just can't, you can't even express your feelings at this moment, and what's the point? Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. obviously, she has other feelings than this. Right. It then, comes down to, you know, you have a you good know. heart, and I wish you well. Yeah, I mean, all you can say cry. is, I wish you well, and then cry as the car drives right. off. Right, we see how numb she is. She says she's just numb. I was in shock. I was in shock after was, that declaration too. as well. So I could see... She it, says it'll be a while before she figures it ab- out, if ever. Absolutely. Ouch. 
she had convinced herself in her mind she was ready to marry him, start her life with him. um, And she just, it hurts her even more. She wanted her kids to see her happy. And she knows her kids are going to be upset. And she feels bad that her kids are going to be upset now on behalf of this. But she's crying. And in the box, watching on it replaying, she's also crying. It's very hard. Uh, Hard to watch that. It is. It is. So here she is. She's sitting in the hot seat. All the women obviously say they love her. I imagine they were shocked as well. She says it's super hard watching back. Gut-wrenching, she says. And she was all in. It shattered her. It makes me feel sad. Like, it feels worse that they've opened up and then are shattered at this point, you know? That's what's wrong with this situation, honestly. Yeah, and yeah. She thought about her family um, seeing her heartbroken and feeling heartbroken for her. And she was trying to figure out how it could have gone from love, from that declaration, that moment that we thought was so big, to what she felt was just a cutoff. Yeah, nothing. literally nothing, she says. Yeah. I mean, it does seem that, I mean, he's gone. He's letting you go. It's it means, really hard. you feel like it means nothing to him. I do think it was hard for him, but you do right. feel like it's been reduced to nothing. Yeah. And so she's obviously nervous to see him and to try to get some answers. This uh, reunion here, when Gary comes out between him and Faith, they hug and they are both crying. Sobbing. Like literally sobbing, not even just crying, but sobbing into each other for a very significant amount of time, not like a just casual hug. Yeah. She says it's hard not to touch you. Yeah, you're sitting on the couch Mm -hmm. next to someone who you, the last feelings you had for this person were love. She's having a hard time not wanting to touch his hands or his leg or things like that. I get it. And I've, you know. She said that when he walked her out, it was like she was looking at a stranger. It is like, it's like. At the end, it would seem like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and this once again, she tells him, when we left each other at the hometown date, it was amazing. It was great. And then at the end, I felt nothing from you. Yeah. That makes me This whole thing just seems sad. That makes me feel sadder than if he was just going to say, I know it can't work out because of the places we live or our lifestyles. Instead, he turned it off. You know, and she felt like it was nothing. It just instantly turned to nothing. When they say the process works, it's working for the person who's a star either the bachelor mm-hmm. or bachelorette yeah and it might not be working for everyone else <laughs> no um so she says she let down her walls he says it wasn't nothing when she keeps saying it just felt like nothing it was i genuinely loved you but he says in those moments yeah. i did and that's just that's a hard way to go about things. Yeah, just and you know, it's hard for like her that. to see him and hear him say, I loved you, you know, like, at that point, I felt it. Like, it's still yeah. got to be hard for her and difficult for her. And so, it's been the first time she's let down walls. The first time she's been relaxed and felt safe in 20 years. And she would have walked off there and out of there with him right then. Yeah, for the rest of my life, she yeah. says. Yeah. She was got ready to make it work. She hopes that she can feel that again someday. Yeah. Um, yeah. He had to figure out. So he's like, yeah, my love was genuine in those moments, but I had to figure out the right one. Yeah. Makes me believe that he's still with whoever he did end up with, right? If he 
is saying that that's the right one. You know what I mean? Yeah. It has to be, even though, like, I watching mean, they, on yeah, that they hug. they tug at it. Tug at us, like, hmm, yeah. maybe he's going to, hmm. In my hmm. heart, it still hurts, she says. It feels like such a loss. Oh. And... This was like a K drama. I'd be like, they're gonna get back, <laughs> get back together. She's gonna tell. Her She's obviously love. hurt. This I'm makes me K-drama. just sad for her. And really he goes, I hope you watch. understand. Um, I'm. He hated that. Um, he promised her family that he'd protect her heart, and he didn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. They hug. Uh, at the end, I swear. What are they whispering? She's like, I'll always love you. I swear. She says, I'll always she love says, you, I'll Gary. I'll always love you, Gary. And mm-hmm. he says, Oh God. And it's something else. It's like a whisper or something. I don't know. Like well, he it's says, in, "Oh God," and then he's crying again. Yeah. That's all I heard. Yeah. I don't know. Our, before, but our she says, oh, caption always said something indistinguished. You know, oh, oh, oh God, something indistinguished. Oh, I don't know. Hmm. Um, hmm. It makes me hurt. It hurt my heart. She says she's blessed to have known him. It was a hard watch. Yeah. But um, that's it. For them, we're finished. The two women left are Leslie and Teresa. It feels far removed after seeing this reaction from Faith, you know. And apparently it's going to be a dramatic, emotional conclusion again, like they always say. Of course. Before we get to the previews, we have some really hilarious bloopers. bloopers were really funny. Everyone, not just us, wasn't just (laughs) us, getting Gary's name wrong. Right. So, okay, I felt really bad, and I still feel bad. Because I feel bad for not getting his name right, but lots of people getting his name wrong. Uh, and also Gary saying, so. I do that a lot. I do that a lot, too. There's Starts a lot so, of stuff so, I say a lot, yeah. too. So if you put together my words that I say a lot. But it was funny and endearing. I didn't realize there was so much so. <laughs> I didn't either. Um, we have the women kind of finding chairs and a place to sit, like before the rose ceremony, and them joking about these group naps. That was funny. Then they, the part of the grill. <laughs> Never seen so many wieners since college. <laughs> See, oh this, these little bits are hilarious. I would yeah. have, wouldn't have mind seeing more of these. These women are, are really funny. Um, the group, tarantula? Yeah, that terrifying tarantula. <laughs> um, no. And then we get the burps. And the farts and burps. And the most epic fart I've <laughs> ever heard. You can tell she's so embarrassed. <laughs> she's so funny though yeah so I mean, funny you know it's yeah. hilarious it it's so funny yeah. yeah i love it i love it they do the whipped cream bits that was funny too and we get some clumsy moments of kathy and april we get the women doing cannonballs and having fun the pickleball mishaps yeah pickleball mishaps and cannonballs into the pool and kathy are uh, asking Susan, if she's wearing pasties and doing a whole flash, and Kathy's like, you know, they can show that on TV. <laughs> so, anyways, the, the bloopers were great. Yeah, really fun. I could have watched even more, more of those. Uh, Jesse says it's going to be so emotional; it will have all of America in tears. They've already done that. <sighs> yeah, I I had a hard time with this episode. Yeah, uh, it's made me teary. So the preview is in Costa Rica is where the fantasy suites are. And he is in love with two women. Ooh. Yeah. Hope springs eternal. And he actually tells Teresa he loves her here in yep. Costa Rica. It looks like uh, one of the, the daytime portion of these fantasy suite dates. So Teresa is going to be horseback riding. Uh-huh. And Leslie is in front of the waterfall. They do some rappelling or something. right? Yeah. And he says there could be some knocking boots in the fantasy suite. 
<laughs> or whatever. He says, he says to Leslie, I think you're the okay, one. Okay, yeah, this. Hmm. But in the moment, he said before, in the moment, I believe that. So and also, but he told Leslie at, trying to remember back when, I think it was amusement park, you're my girl. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. That's right. He's already told her once she's his girl. So she, you're my girl, you're the one. Those sound very similar to me, right? Yeah. That seems really big. Both of them would say yes. So he's actually, I'm really surprised that this is actually talking engagement. Yeah. I really so he wants don't, to be engaged. This seems crazy to me. I don't know why, but I, I don't know yeah. why I think it seems crazy, but they both would say yes to engagement. He wants engagement. He's talking with his family. Um, so there's that. We're going to meet his family. And then we're going to get a knock on the door and some more breaking hearts crying stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anything Unlike else from that anything preview? anything you've ever seen before. I don't know. What does this mean? I don't know. I like, what could this possibly anymore. mean? It's it probably just nothing. exactly the same, but it's older old, people. Old people. <laughs> Heartbreak, but old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> More heartbroken because they're old. Mm-hmm. So the next week's episode is the Fantasy Suite Dates. Okay. Um, and it doesn't look like we're, gonna, we're not going to get our conclusion then. We have a week off for Thanksgiving, and then... November 30th is the finale. The two-hour finale, I believe. Yep. Unlike anything we've ever seen, guys. Mm. Hold on to your boots. Doubt. Cam says doubt. Right now, before Fantasy Suites, who do you think it is? Who do you think it is, Leslie or Teresa? Leslie. I do feel like he's more attracted or intrigued by Leslie, possibly. I'm not sure. But he likes he likes that Teresa, something about it, she's so calming. and Yes, I feel like Teresa is more accommodating. Yeah. In terms of like if he wants someone that might possibly, move, I don't know. I don't think either of them want to leave where they're at. But. Yeah. No. I'm not mm, sure. I'm not sure who it is. But he did choose Leslie first for the first rose on that last ceremony and the you're my girl and the I think you're the one. I just great. don't have see. the Teresa date that was so good. It was epic date, but mm. it was a long time ago. Yep. I guess we're going to have to see how these fantasy suites go. Yep. All right, Golden Bachelor, any final words for the the women tell all? No. It was a good oh, one. I'm glad we got it. it. Yeah. Uh, great job, Gary. Great job, women. I also think they're, they looked really stunning. Yes. All the women did. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I know it's a long shot, but I think Edith, she came out of that limo in that gold dress, remember, and I go, that girl could be the Golden Bachelor, mm. and she just is so stunning, mm. and she had the guacamole bit. She mm. could she be. Had she, had, she had some time. Bit. All right, now we're on to Bachelor in Paradise, the seventh week of, ba- seventh week of the show of Bachelor in Paradise. So we see, mm. see Sam in the audience, you know, uh-huh. before... Oh, and so okay. I, I just thought, oh, she must have pooped. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes, yeah, she finally made it. Otherwise, you know. She made yeah. it. Uh, let's see. So where we left off is really about Aaron freaking out about the Eliza and Charity girl chat happening. <sighs> I, okay, I apologize possibly if I zoom over some of the Aaron stuff. Is this not that exciting to me? So definitely, uh, I sometimes I just tune it out. But let me know if I miss anything. Um, and so Eliza's telling Charity that she's been really up and down. It's been up and down with Erin, and she needs her perspective, really. 
Yeah. And so we have to remember that this took place not long after Charity's season. Pretty much, right? Oh, yeah. Basically right. right after. So Aaron yeah. would have basically went from where he was in Fiji or whatever, visiting Charity, like almost right to the beach. Yeah. Because he made it so far in Charity season. So this is all happening in a much different timeline than now. Um, but so Charity reveals that he made it really far in our season. Um, and when she got back from her season, she had gotten all these messages. Yeah. A million messages from his ex-girlfriend. Yes. One ex-girlfriend. And it sounded like that he left his ex in the dark about the thing and it was a tricky situation. She thinks Aaron has good intentions. She doesn't go scorched earth here. And no. she does tell um, Eliza that they think she thinks they could make it work. Yeah. Right. Eliza's still processing the whole situation. She trusts Charity, but she does question... And we really don't get the answers to this. Just question that when she um, confronted Aaron about the whole thing, that Aaron had the two girlfriends that he had talked about. And some really crazy ass timeline here with those two girlfriends, right? Where now yeah. it's just this one. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't know. It still doesn't add up quite to me. Um, it seems like Eliza needs a lot of advice given yes. to her to make up her mind about things. Why can't she just. And also, it's it just. The, I don't know if she just ever has had like a naturally good relationship. Like it shouldn't be this hard. It just really shouldn't. She yeah. shouldn't have to constantly question. She shouldn't have to constantly worry. It just doesn't seem like it should be something. I don't know. It just, it seems too hard. Yeah. It just seems too hard. Um, Aaron is saying he didn't have two girlfriends. He said, he told her that, but I don't know. Uh, so Charity grabs Aaron to talk, and Aaron says, it's been crazy. I saw the Reddit. I'm aware of the drama. So he was exposed, I guess, on Reddit. I saw the Reddit. Yeah. He, okay, dude. Yeah. Um, he has he hadn't talked to his ex since August and calls her toxic. You know, like, these are the words. I don't know. If yeah. everyone calls all their exes toxic, you just wonder about it. Um, Charity's advice to him is be transparent, be honest. I'm rooting for you guys. And they hug. So we know that Charity's best friend, literally like one of her best friends, she has said, is Kat. Yeah. Yeah. So you can see why Charity would warn her best friend. Yes. You know what I mean? About this situation. Yeah, that doesn't seem odd. It doesn't seem no. odd to me at all that no. your best friend would, you know, you'd warn your best friend and say, hey, just look, heads up, this guy's got some drama yeah. with ex-girlfriends. He went yeah. really far in my season. You know? Yeah, there'll be plenty of guys. Just you exactly know. like you would warn your best friend off. Yeah, the guy that you know yeah. has some red flags around him. You know, I don't know. Doesn't seem weird to me that she shared it with Cat. Doesn't seem weird to me that Cat shared it with Eliza. No. None of it seems weird to me. They came way too hard for for Cat here for all of this. I don't like that. Um, Aaron says he'll be crushed if it doesn't work out with Eliza. Yeah. He is ready to be committed with her, he says, and he grabs Eliza. Everyone is wondering what will happen. Um, so Aaron, blah, blah, blah. Um, after hometowns, my disgruntled ex was, you know, firing off, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Every day I hold myself accountable, transparent, buzzwords. I mean, this is all just buzzwords, really, at this point, right? It is. Eliza is nervous and unsure and scared of getting hurt, but she believes him. 
but concerned and nervous. Oh, I just thought, oh, he's so, I mean, it's he's just so blah. blah, ick. Oh, I, that, blah. I don't get it. I don't feel the chemistry there. I don't either. I feel like he just wants to be I did, I a success feel, story. I didn't feel any chemistry when he was with Charity either. No. I feel like, I don't know what I thought about him. Like, it seems like he wants more to be the person that makes it to the end or yeah. goes far or is a golden type couple situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, obviously, Eliza's beautiful. Be like, he, the way he says stuff doesn't seem genuine to me. Yeah. Something about it. I don't know why we've always thought about him, if it's just his way of communication, but it does seem a bit performative. Eliza says she's not 100% certain, mm-hmm. and she wants to be careful. She's hoping she's making a good choice, and she's questioning everything. I don't see, are they still together? I don't see it. <laughs> she's just so, I don't know. She's quite dull. Yeah. I've yet to see her person. I hate saying that, because I'm sure she's got personality, but where is it? Yeah. Her, her personality can't so just have, be waffling. If you have two people that are dull together, it just doesn't work, is it? <laughs> Doesn't somebody have to be the most? I don't, I don't know. know. We've got some quite dull couples here on the beach. I mean, we've seen so little personality, really, yeah. on this beach. But I think one major part of Eliza's personality is just, woe is me, help me, yeah. you know, kind of. And I guess we're seeing damsel too, much, in distress. too much, you know, personality from Olivia. Looking at those, Ugh. her Instagram, she just seems like one of those girls where her personality is being aesthetic and pretty. Yeah, I think that could be yeah. it. And nice. Yeah, she hasn't done anything mean, but I think she's kind of just damsel in yeah. distress. I just want, you know, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Someone proved me wrong, but she's ready to sleep on it. They're going to reunite for breakfast tomorrow, and he once again repeats with his amazing memory oh, this yeah. super obscure breakfast that no one else ever has, which is bacon, eggs, and toast <laughs> yeah. with jam and butter. Don't forget. Um, but she's hoping she's making a good choice here. So... We're going to get, the next day, we're going to get some recap here of what's going on. We have Jess, who's in her head. She's pining. Pining away. Olivia and Kat both going for John Henry. Hmm. Olivia, very uh, harsh on Kat here. She's throwing herself at him. It's weird. She's grasping at straws. Wells, she likes everyone. Um... We have at least some people coming to Kat's, yeah. at least cheering her on a little bit, yeah, possibly Mercedes prodding her a little bit. Tells her to go after what she Yeah, wants. Mercedes says, you owe her nothing. Um, <laughs> I love how Kat goes, I'm into John. He was an alternate on yeah, my list. he's an alternate on my list. But I'm actually really into him and I want to get to know him. She's actually kind of funny. I actually mm. like the things she says. It's kind of funny. Yeah, she is funny. But yeah, so with Mercedes prodding, She's she's really going to go for him. And she says Olivia has been toxic. They've all been toxic. Oh, sorry. Yeah, the <laughs> toxic mean, is a buzzword. Yeah. And she needs, so Kat, yesterday was her birthday, right? Or she says this is a day after her birthday. I guess it must be a couple of days. But um, I need a make out. I didn't get a make out on my birthday. And I need a make out with tongue today. <laughs> okay. So she's talking to John Henry. And they're walking along the beach and waiting in the beach just talking and the group watching on is quite harsh i don't like it i don't either john henry asks her what about tanner that you didn't like (laughs) she says they just didn't feel she didn't feel initial pull yeah never felt it ever 
so here, when we have Olivia, so I'm so confused. He's had like four conversations with her. Um, why is she doing this? You know, acting like. Yeah. One thing Olivia is acting like this whole time is that John Henry is not a 30 year old man who can make his own decisions. Why is she not questioning yeah. why John Henry has had four conversations with her? He's interested in her. And why is it wrong to be able to go down on the beach, which is where the beach is, yes. right in front of where you're staying? Um, and Tanner now with chimes in, ew, she's a problem. Olivia, oh, she's disrespectful and narcissistic and rude. What is Tanner's deal? He says I you can't trust know. her. He's a jerk. He's That's really it, bad. Yeah. I like, saw that. I don't like these snarking. I was really bizarre. It also this came out of nowhere. I love it how like, they call someone toxic, rude, and a bully while they sit on while they and sit. are yeah. rude and bullies. Yes. What? Well, it's really uh, none of their business. Exactly, what's it's going none of their on business. And like, beach. why has she had four conversations with him? How disillusioned is she? You know, that's what she's saying about Cat. Yeah. This guy has a. He can get away if he wants. Right. He has his own free will. She acts like he's been taken advantage of and treating him like a child. Yeah. It's bizarre. One of the things which was ridiculous, like we talked about how Olivia is treating like John Henry has no choice in, in this. What is she saying? Like, who says it? Is it her or Tanner that says someone needs to go slap some sense into him? Oh well, that's what Olivia says. One yeah. of one of John, <clears throat> excuse me, one of John Henry's boys better slap some sense into him by the time that rose ceremony. Comes. Yeah. So just because all of she doesn't like Cat, and all these other boys don't like Cat, and she's gotten in her little mean person circle and like echo chamber where they hate on Cat, doesn't mean yeah. John Henry can't make his own decision, right? Yeah. They were. She's really acting like John Henry's been taken in by some evil evil force yeah and then she says cat i'm coming for you i mean she's just do people oh, find this talk. cute do people like find it. it cute i think the way she says it she perceives it to be a cute way of saying these things because she kind of makes faces and she kind of says it in like a little i'm coming for you you and, know what i mean and tanner says i'm like i'm gonna throw up i'm gonna throw up yeah. i just thought i don't you know, get go, it i thought go throw up then Hope you it feel seems better. like a it seems like they've gone very echo chambery within each other yeah it is so middle school. And based on, says. like, they're still, um, they're still referencing the Brayden stuff after all this time. After Brayden has already dropped yeah. someone else in a similar manner, and you're still coming for this stuff and referencing it, it's just bizarre. Yeah. I don't know. That whole thing was just very bullying. I mean, and he, you know, used her, Tanner, to go on to the next thing they're just hypocrites i mean it's all and the thing is they're acting like this has been weeks yeah they're this is the third rose ceremony which they are acting like each one is a week it's not true yeah. each one is two to three days yeah you know it's not weeks it's not three weeks this has been like a week and a half it's not been that long so the the possession you're acting like you own this man is crazy yeah like too much it's too much, too much, Olivia. Yeah, so Olivia is left, yes, feeling disrespected here. And so the next day is going to be the cocktail party and the rose ceremony. And we get to start the morning with uh, Aaron bringing or sending his breakfast, his magnificent breakfast that he ordered for her. Took all that time to order for her. Note. And he did write a love note. Isn't that cute? Not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not an Aaron fan, but she's giddy. 
the love note yeah. really did it for her, right? Um, it's, he signs it off. Love, Aaron. So here we have Olivia talking about, she says, it's been days. Everyone has heard, Kat has heard me talk about how, for days how much I like that guy. <laughs> so that's days. just calling herself out here. It's literally just days. And so the men have the roses tonight, so we're going to have some women, women going home. And John Henry is unsure. So he's not all in on one person or another, and he has a couple hours to figure it out. We have Jesse announcing that it's the third row ceremony, and heads up, Sam has pooped, which is wow. another thing that shows if there was weeks in between row ceremonies, girl would be having issues if she had just suddenly pooped now at the third row ceremony. Ew. You know, I mean, this is literally only um, days, so yeah. there you go. This hasn't been that long. You uh, Olivia has fallen in love with someone and is obsessed with the amount of time it took this other lady yeah. to go to the bathroom. Yeah. They have um, some comments. Peter talks about, you know, says that John Henry's in a heated love triangle. <laughs> I didn't see that. You can tell the guys are on Olivia's side because all the guys hate Kat. But the girls mm -hmm. seem to be supporting Kat and encouraging Kat for the most part, you know, other than Eliza. Um, seem to be encouraging Kat. So Olivia's really got these boys to band around, but they, they already dislike Kat so much that it's easy for her to get her confirmation with these guys. Well, they're, you know, yeah, like they say, and they're banding around her, but they don't really want to date her. No, no, no. They're not interested yeah. in dating her. So relationships have been put to the test this week. Um, Becca had the date with Brayden. Olivia says, I'm locked in on John Henry. Eight men tonight, 11 women. If nothing changes, three of you will be going home. Yeah, he says it's the most important rose ceremony yet. <laughs> Jesse. Yeah, Jesse. <sighs> so here are the, the couples that are really coupled up. So we have Sam and Peter. He's reassuring her that she's good. What a dumb couple to be taking up space on Paradise. Very uninteresting. Yeah. Now, okay, Tyler and Mercedes. Don't be nervous, he tells Mercedes. Basically that yeah. he is all in on her. Yeah. I, I swear last week, I swear last week, we saw an extremely passionate kiss shared between I think he just had Jess that in his Tyler. mind and he wanted to do it. He'd been thinking about it, he'd been thinking about it, and he wanted to do it. So he did it, and now it's out of his mind. That was intense. I know. In my mind, watching it was. It was I, thought gonna, I thought he was going to I thought he was going to We thought there her. was going to be some sort of at least them showing them questioning. It was never spoken but of But I again. think he just you checked it off and I It did was it really and, weird. Yeah. <laughs> it was really it was strange. It's like it didn't happen. I had to question myself. Maybe it was very much like a bachelorette bachelor, you know, moment where you kiss everybody. I suppose I so, but this seems different where people really consider themselves more exclusive and yeah. more locked in. So I don't know. I thought that was weird too, um, though. All of a sudden he was back just... We know. have in the background Braden sharing another kiss with Becca. And we have Avon and Kylie together. And, okay. And how come he's getting away with any comments? Really? I, I he know. He has no right for any of the I comments. I know, right? Aaron and Eliza. So Aaron has the, I want to be exclusive with you talk. I'm afraid to lose you talk. Falling in love with you. Yep. And they hug and she wants to trust her feelings, I guess, and go. Oh, that's so sweet. That's laying it on intense, right? <clears throat> Jess is anxious. And she finally gets her talk with Blake in the day bed after his date he had with Genevieve. She says, I missed you in my head. 
I missed your compliments. I missed you looking at me. I missed your touch. But these things are funny, though. So it's like the, the way you look at me. I miss the way you look at yeah. me. It has nothing to do with the person. It's I don't, don't know. We don't know anything about what these people. We haven't seen like, their connection. Their it sounds are, like anything. he just you know dotes on her. Um, he says, "My mind drifted back to you on their date, and I only want you. I want to give this the green light. I want us together, basically." And then there's kisses. Yeah, and they kiss. So, okay, so I had to write down. This is what I I don't like these strapless dresses that they have to yank on all the time. I said, get a get a better support, a better strapless uh, bra. Or get I the right feel dress like size. part what of is it, it has to be because the microphones. Oh. You you pick out your dress at home. You're not well, fitting maybe. it with a microphone, a big heavy microphone in the back. That's kind of I probably just similar don't to this. Think they I'm have like, the right. It the doesn't dress look is good. too big, or the uh, yeah. The, I don't know. Uh, you're slouched down, you know, they always fall, but yeah, they the should just outlaw, tight, outlaw tight the, the strapless dresses to go with the microphones. <laughs> but they're locked in now. And Genevieve, yeah. Genevieve knows and she's disappointed, obviously. And Wells is giving the sign. The clock is ticking. You got to make it happen with someone else. And here is Mr. Here we go. You hate you hate the idea of this man being bachelor, but here he's getting his little bit of a bachelor oh, moment. No. Tanner. No. <laughs> <laughs> no one's making no, him bachelor after this, but he's having a good night. He's being pursued by lots of women here. He talks with Davia first, who they had a very steamy date. Yeah, hot, and passionate he kisses. Kisses her, and then he talks with Genevieve, and he kisses her, and <sighs> then he talks with Rachel. And he... I kept thinking, no, Rachel, no, no, don't <laughs> but do we, it. we had to have Rachel stay. We but, got yeah. to have but Rachel stay. But that we can stay. see later, that's what. That's yeah. What. Um, she asked him how he's feeling, and she does notice that they've kind of been on the outs without connecting to people. So they're both sharing that. It's pretty obvious that Tanner isn't nailed down with Davia. Um, We're the outliers. Yeah. Hmm. It's really sad to me. How can Rachel be an outlier here? Yeah. It hurts. Um... I can't say no, no, Rachel. <laughs> Rachel, though, likes making out. And she goes, want to make out? And they go, sure, let's make out. And so they make out. Good we for see you. someone else maybe be coming along. Yeah, exactly. Um, but she says she wouldn't mind seeing where it goes here. John Henry talking to Olivia. Um, she's so giddy. He makes her nervous. She can't stand Kat. She outwardly says this to John Henry and calls Kat desperate. <laughs> Must, might be the other way around, maybe. John, yeah, I, I, John Henry says, this is hard for me. You know, you're easy to talk to, but I'm seeing a side of Kat. He has been honest with her that he yeah. wants to explore things with Kat. He's interested in her. Um, Olivia says, I am only focused on you. And John Henry's, I'm not going to judge her for these past things that have happened. I want to get to know her. Yeah. John Henry's like the voice of reason here. I know. Uh, Olivia, I'll be patiently waiting. They kiss. She's so into this John Henry. Yeah. She's like a way into him. John Henry is like. She was God's into whoever get. she was yeah. into before she wasn't into yeah. them. <laughs> Paradise, truth box time, randomly, of course. We have another dig at the homie hopping. This is ridiculous. What do they call these guys? That's what they're calling women i don't you know, know derogatory i know it's it's slut shaming and also it's two days and who cares it's 
Ridiculous. Because the guys will always go to bat for their homies. It is the bro code. It's yeah. always anti-women. It's Bachelor in Paradise. Exactly. It's, exactly. It's like comical. They will to even always say. be anti-women. And we know the men come on this show. They don't come on the show for the lead, really. That's right. They come they on come to on throw the, the football with the guys on the, the beach. For the bromances. Yeah. They, they come on it for the bros. It seems like it. In, yeah. Even on the regular show. They go yeah. on The Bachelor and they'd rather have the bro relationships yeah. that come out of it. So we know where they they stand here. Homie right? hopping when everyone's considered a homie. Yeah, um, everyone there. <laughs> and there's a little note in there that says, "John Henry, meet me at the hot tub at midnight." XOXO. <laughs> and guess Cute. who's waiting? It's Cat. This interaction is cute. It is. There's tension. It is. It's actual mm-hmm. tension. You can actually feel. I think he can see something with her, really. He says it. Yeah, I think it Um, seems good, too. He goes, there's something about you. Even after a day, I can see myself with you outside this. And that's big. Right? And you can feel it. He's interested in her. He's definitely interested in her. And you can, I think she seems really interested in him, too. I think so, too. Um, She says, you, you're who I want to pursue. Finally, she gets a kiss. He says he's been wanting to kiss her for three days. Yeah. You know, so obviously the timeline is, it hasn't been happening, you know, the same. And there's giggles. So that was a good That's interaction. Good. Let's hope something works out. <laughs> Sam spills the news to Olivia about the hot tub. And Olivia, she's playing a game. She doesn't actually like him. Why can't she like him? Why couldn't she like him? You literally think he's the best human ever. Why wouldn't she? She says Kat's so disingenuous. They're not going to let Kat get away with that. Get away with what? Exactly. I don't know. Something she's built up in her head, prodded along by these men disparaging Kat. You know, when you have a whole bunch of people in your ear, uh, confirmation bias, all this other stuff, she's got it in her head that, that Kat's doing something terrible here. Showdown time here, though. Olivia, I feel disrespected. You're not as girl's girl. Um, furthermore, move with intention. I don't want him used. <laughs> he is a man. He's he's 30 years old. Yeah, just because he, he has can a, handle himself. A you do not sort of have a baby any face. Doesn't mean he's yeah, not, like Olivia's not like 24. He's 30. He can deal with it on his own. Um, and basically, Olivia, you know, shamed her for not talking to her beforehand. Kat goes, we're not really friends. We haven't really had that level of respect I, I like between that. us. That was a good comment, you know. Says we haven't exactly. developed a friendship, but I need to come to you. I also agree. And then we get this, the talk to the hand, basically hand in the face. Move with genuine intent. She thinks it's an own and walks off. What was that? I don't know. I feel like that proved that she just wanted drama. Or, or like if yeah. maybe someone it wasn't put their hand in their, their, my face like that, I would be like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> no one's done that for a long time. That yeah, is true. She says, are we in middle school? <laughs> she found something that she could like hold on to from what she said, and then she took, yeah. she ran with it. And she doesn't think Kat's coming in with genuine intent. She thinks it's a real big gotcha. All the guys think Kat is using John Henry doesn't come off that way in their actual interactions. Um, Some of them are just using everybody. Exactly. Both of them think, Olivia and Kat, think they've been disrespected at this point. John Henry doesn't need to be used. He's such a good human. Why are you coddling this guy? 
Also, do like, not, where's John Henry this whole episode? What is it? Infantil... Infant... What is it called? Yeah. Where you, like, treat someone like a baby. Infant- They're a grown adult. They can deal with the stuff themselves. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, rose ceremony time here, well, right? Yeah. And then Braden, he says he respects Olivia. Like, who cares? Whether Braden yeah. respects Olivia or not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, wow. Yeah, Braden. Sure. Voice of reason here. Whew. Rose ceremony time now. Mm-hmm. And it's cut. only the third one. So much drama. Seems like they've been there forever. Exactly, with not much to show for. Yeah. And the relationships that are solid are boring as all get out. So yeah. boring. Yeah, they are. And like lack of chemistry. And it's you like know what I mean? It's not enjoyable to watch. Not enough Rachel this episode. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Uh, Davia, she really thinks she's going to have Tanner's Rose. And Olivia uh, is wondering if John Henry will choose her. And here we go. Jesse's saying, hey, wait, where's Becca? He has to go check on her. And she's totally MIA. And Brayden is looking around saying his rose is going to go to her. So Jesse off to find Becca. And everyone's like, what's going on here? What is this? This is weird. Jess is just trying to be a nice person. But, you know, she says she feels bad for Brayden, which I don't really <laughs> feel. But, you know, it's true. He had a good thing with Rachel and he was quick to jump yeah, ship. That's what she says. Yeah, he ship. And... Yeah. Um, she says she has doubt about where she and Brayden are, their relationship and things like that. This, I would also, this guy went from Rachel, who everyone thought he had a great connection with, had one date with you, and then it's literally like, this is the most passionate date I've ever had. And I can see that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. that's overwhelming and a little bit of a red flag when he just goes from one to the other. She's obviously not feeling it. And doesn't even think it's worth staying around right. on the beach for, for him or anyone else. Maybe the person she has real interest in is already taken. Or you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not worth it to her. She's yeah. like, I'm not going to pretend to like Brayden. Yeah. Um, and she basically wanders off. So she leaves. leaves. Yeah, she's done. Brayden is an idiot. This man said it was the best date in his life. Laugh out loud. It was, It was. yeah, it was a laughable moment. Rolling on floor laughing. LMAO. Jesse reveals um, that she left paradise forever. <laughs> she was definitely scared off by Brayden being so over the top, I think. Yeah. And honestly, she probably came back from that date, found out what he did to Rachel, and it maybe be a big turnoff. Yeah. yeah. All right. So Tanner does try to get a little information real quick and say, where is your rose going? To try to find out if he's going to give it to Rachel, I assume. But two women are leaving paradise. Here okay. are the people. Uh, Avon and Kylie. They're totally solid. Yeah. Tyler and Mercedes. Basically, Tyler's like, it's only you. Yeah. He's so weird. He I don't was get so it. Weird. I'm so, I was so weird. I mean, out. this is not very long after, after that. No, the, yeah, exactly. Session, like a eh? day. This is actually yeah. a day. Uh-huh. Um, and it's like nothing happened. Uh, Peter and Sam, Aaron and Eliza, Blake and Jess. Um, and we have Rachel really being stressed out. Every time she's worn a black, every time she's been <laughs> yeah. dumped, she's worn a black dress. Yeah. This girl's got to just be laughing at her situation. At this point. She's like, why is my luck so terrible? I love it that she came on and tried, but she's got terrible luck. But she is chosen by Tanner, so she's safe for the no! <laughs> I want her here. But yeah, Tanner, I don't know. Yeah. Um, Ick. Yeah, I know. Uh, he should have kept his mouth shut about the... He shouldn't have done full in on the cat bullying. 
Because that was the worst part about him so far. It's like the good I didn't like him weird before. Stuff. Okay, so we, um, John Henry chooses Cat. He's, ex- he's following his heart here. Excited for his future in paradise. Um, Olivia sad that she doesn't think she's going to get picked. I don't get to see his face every day. This screams obsession yeah. to yeah. me, right? Yeah. And Kat's like, okay, I'm ready to have her gone. And, you know, so I can actually have yeah, a relationship, Yeah, she was hopeful right? there. Um, he, he does say, who I could actually see myself with outside of this is Kat, which is a pretty uh, bold statement. Yeah. So Brayden gets to hand out a rose, feeling really stupid. And he says he dove, dove into a connection without substance. This guy's not ready for a relationship. No. Not for a long time. Um, he's just not. He falls too fast without thinking. And any shiny thing that comes along, you know, is going to be it for him. But Olivia gets his rose because he wants her to be able to find love. So we're going to have to have a counter from here on out. How many times Brayden takes credit for being the knight in shiny armor, saving Olivia, basically. They showed Dottie and she looked, I don't know, I don't know. She was too much humidity or something. <laughs> that was She's not good. She's had it rough. Good. And Genevieve and Davia say their goodbyes. She's blindsided and couldn't believe it. Brayden gets to do the toast after it all. And Olivia says, to love. She gets to stay. She just seems so smug. (sighs) The next morning, post-rose ceremony. You know, everyone's hanging out. Sam's talking to the boys about sleep. Couples are hanging out. This Tyler and Mercedes interaction. Are you there at this point? Uh, Tyler says to Mercedes, I'm all in on you from here on out. Yeah. And I have up. always said I will be transparent and honest with you. Hmm. How come if he's so transparent and honest with her, why didn't we ever hear a Jess conversation happen? I'm just wondering if there's something that we missed or they left out. Whether Jess said yeah. to him, I, I really want to I, I want to be with Blake. Just, why wouldn't they let's show just, it? I just wonder, you know. It seems so weird that they would It seems like that must have it. happened, and that's like, why he did the turnaround so fast. And he must to... have had a conversation with Mercedes if he's talking about how transparent yeah. he's been with her. Because if mm. it does come out, he hasn't shared this stuff, and then is claiming to be so transparent. Yeah. It's really weird. This whole thing is strange with the editing. I don't yeah. quite get it. Um, but Mercedes can see a future with Tyler. So everyone is basically like, how is Olivia still here after all this? And she still can't believe she wasn't wasn't picked. And she is wishing, basically, ill will on right. John Henry and Katz, hoping that they don't make it. She's way obsessed. Way too much. But she still has hope for the relationship. Right. It's too she much. Has, yeah, I feel hope. like John Henry really put a definitive when he chose Kat and said, you are yeah. the one I can see a future with. That seemed yeah. pretty definitive to me. Um, no means no. You know what I mean? Stop. Stop obsessing and let him get on with his life. She Um, just goes on and on about Kat. And also, he deserves, like, someone who knows how special he is. Why is that automatically you? That seems so strange. Um, So, yeah, now we have Kat. She's got her tongue kiss. She's enjoying paradise now. And she can see herself falling in love with John Henry. Yeah, she says she's the happiest she's been. Uh, John Henry grabs Olivia to Chad. How you doing? 
And he says he felt bad about how he handled things and sorry for disrespecting you. You deserve better than what I did, and I'm sorry. Uh, she says she doesn't know what to say. She's shocked. I really like you. And I'm concerned that Kat is not genuine. She just cannot help throw no. Kat's name out there. She, she keeps saying Kat's a different person every single day. Mm. Well. John Henry is a genuine man. John Henry is a stand-up guy. She's saying this to his face. Talking about him and, you know what I mean, using, yeah. instead of saying you are a stand-up guy and you are a genuine person, she said, John Henry is a genuine man. John Henry had an ox 10 feet tall or what is it like that? One of those things. You know what I mean? She's talking about weird. John Henry is what a stand-up guy. guy. The way she's talking about him to his face was just weird. Like, why doesn't he have any interviews or anything? He's just like, uh, I think okay. he's just there. Honestly, I think he actually is just chill. Um, yeah, but like what? He says, uh... Sucks to see her sad, basically. She says she'll be good eventually. So there's that. I'm glad that conversation is over with. And he, everyone tells her, be open. There could be someone new coming down. If they said that her heart was drugged through the mud, I don't know about that. I don't either because he didn't ever give her the 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't and he know. had told the other guys, too, I'm hope, open to exploring Kat. So if the other guys let her believe that he wasn't, you know what I mean? She's friends mm-hmm. with the guys. They would have told her that. She doesn't know where she's going to go from here. And now here we go. We have Michael, who is bad boy Ken from Charity Season, coming on down. For all the guys. The guys love the... Love gotta it. hug the guys. Yeah. Hug each other. Everyone, I guess, has talked him up because, you know... Olivia gives him a big old hug. She's hyped. And he gets a date card. First person he talks to is Olivia. Hmm. Everyone looking on. You know, like, where they just kind of pity you so much. Where everyone's like, oh, I hope it's her. You know, it's yeah, too much. Yeah, he could be perfect for Olivia. Yeah, it's just too much. How come you're not, Brayden? Like, what, you know, genuinely curious. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, right. you won't even believe it. She is from Rochester. And Michael has a friend from Rochester. Oh, my. You will not believe it. She literally is like, get out. Like, that is so crazy. Wow. Is that, like, such a coincidence? No. That's he does, he's not from thing. there. He doesn't no. even have family there. I had to, I had to think, like, wait. He didn't wait. say he was from there. This His is the same. Remember she did that thing um, when John Henry was like, yeah, I really like golf. Oh, and yeah. And she's like, oh, my God. Golf? I watched golf once. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's right. Like it was so crazy. Yeah. To I'm be sure. like, I'm sure it's a it's a habit. It's what she usually does. Yeah, probably. it's her way of flirting. Yeah, it's laying it on a little thick. Yeah, they say they like something or or something, and you she know, finds and a maybe connection. John Henry thought there was an appeal to someone who might have slightly different interests or didn't just pretend to be interested yes. in the things he was interested in. So my advice for Olivia is to stop laying it on so thick. Like this is not something that is like some crazy amazing made for you connection because she has a friend that i mean you sort of feel like sometimes town. like she's just playing a character yeah that's yeah, what she, yeah i think she's playing a little bit of a character too her diary room character yeah her other character i think it is and she's one of the younger ones there it could be part of it i'm not sure anyway so um we have Brayden talking about how he really feels like her savior. Oh, I just had to. She deserves it so much. Um, oh, so great. after talking to Michael, after Olivia talks to Michael, he talks to Kylie, Mercedes, and Sam. Once again, we have Brayden interjecting. I saved her. Mm-hmm. Um, but everyone, even Kat, wants Olivia to be on this date. Really, there's no other option for Michael. Let's be real. Um... 
So yeah. we don't get the answer of who actually gets to go, but we know right. it's going to be Olivia. Yeah, Tanner right? says, the Paradise Gods, please give Olivia this date. She needs it. I just don't want people, I, I would feel like I hate people pitying me constantly and acting like I'm some sort of like undesirable I mean, that Tanner's I need a bone trying to act like me. A super nice guy saying, you know, supportive stuff. Ugh. So yeah. that's where the episode ends. <sighs> Next week, we have a double date, it looks like, possibly, between Avon and Kylie and Peter and Sam, right? I don't know. We I see don't Peter know. twerking. It's like a pool party situation. And we see uh, Kylie and Avon dancing. They could see getting engaged. Yeah. Hmm. They're so dull. And... and then- And then, and then what? Jordan V. Yay. Jordan arrives. Comes in, uh, and people talk about his history with Rachel. And she's wondering the what ifs. I mean, yeah. I like uh, that. It was really good. That was a good date. We thought it was a good good date. She didn't feel the physical connection. No. So she ended it fast, and we always thought, I mean, I hate saying, oh, we thought she regretted it. But, I mean, seeing how her season turned out and she had so many losers, I'm sure she did regret it a little bit, letting him go. Yeah. Um, someone who was genuinely there and interested in her and seemed genuinely nice. So he is uh, going to get, looks like, going to have an interaction with Rachel. We're going to see a kiss. Mm-hmm. And we have Jess and Blake locked in. And then who comes down but Katie Thurston. And he has still, you can tell, has not resolved. He, he still has feelings for it, it seems like. Well, okay, so they broke up. One of the hardest parts about their relationship was he's in Canada. She was in the U.S. This was during the height of COVID travel restrictions, mm-hmm. right? So they couldn't just travel freely back yeah, and forth no. to see each other. It sounded like their breakup was over FaceTime. You know, they weren't even in person. They couldn't see each other. They broke up. This is the first time he's seen her in two years. And he is absolutely in hell. So he's hating this situation. So we're going to get the Katie Thurston thing. I think when we originally saw some previews way back when, it sounds like there's going to be kind of a roast happening, like a comedy something happening. I feel like we saw Rachel kind of roasting Katie. So that's going to be one of the things. Anyways, uh, anything else in the previews that stood out? To you. Mm. Um, I'm hoping Rachel gets her person. I don't know. They have a big after scene there with the crab and Eliza. She's terrified. I thought, I kept thinking, just just flick it. Just flick it. She's she's stuck in her room because a tiny crab. Is it not a large crab? Why don't you just get a stick or something in your room and flick it? (laughs) (laughs) But it might land on somebody's bed. I could see, I, I don't know. I could see people doing this. Sometimes Camden does similar things with bugs. Would you do the same it's thing with a crab? It's a crab. Crab's different. Okay. Crabs are cute. It sounds like there's <laughs> lots pinched. of the little crawlies around there. Yeah. But I don't know how long she was stuck in that room, but she was stuck in there. Any final bits on... I There's some... Like, online, I see a lot of people with support for Eliza and Aaron. Like, there's some dreamy couple... And I see a lot of people saying, like, Olivia is the most entertaining part about Paradise. Like, I'm so either I'm watching something totally different or, like, something else is going on I could see how I'd I'd like Eliza and Aaron to get together and just (laughs) go off. And disappear. Yeah. Go to Germany and leave. That's what I said about, uh, what's her name? Kylie. Kylie and Avon. No, the girl who's with the Katie guy was with Katie guy. Katie guy. Blake? Blake, you want Jess to leave? I, I want like them to get Jess. her and leave. 
You want, oh, yeah. you want her to take Blake away. I need, so he never comes. I need Blake to be gone forever. <laughs> <laughs> we just want people to, like, be gone. We need fresh new blood. But, like. Yeah. I thought, you know, this, they could improve this. I was thinking about the show. They need to start several weeks ahead. They need to have, this is what's going on in their minds before they ever go to the thing. All, you know, stuff they have on their, you know, social media, pictures yeah. of them, who they're interested in, what's been going on ahead of time. It's, and who they're thinking about, and then go there so that yeah. we know ahead of time. I think that would be interesting. It's definitely lost some of the same appeal because people all stalk each other on social media so much yeah. beforehand. Like, before you would just be like, oh, I just saw your picture in the cast photo or whatever, and only I saw your bit yeah. on the show. Instead of having all this social media stuff they can follow, all these Bachelor Nation hangouts that happen. Yeah, I'm tired. I wish they would just bring new. That's what the uh, Golden Bachelor, why it's so good. Yeah. All new yeah. people. All new. Really it gets good. so old and stale, and you just keep bringing the same people. I know, and uh, there's not that many. The quality of the guys is so. Big. I keep thinking that too. It's like, why are you wanting to find somebody in this pool of people? Why aren't you finding yeah. somebody? I mean, literally, else? I agree. John Henry is the best catch. I understand why Olivia was yeah. sad to lose him, but her obsession with him is a little much. Oh, I don't they know. don't really seem like their personalities mesh really no she lays it on too thick seen. i think he wanted a little more kind of something else any final bits about paradise mm, i'm sick of it next week i'm just really yeah. hoping we mm. see rachel have a good moment like a good yes. moment rachel episode please yeah, yeah. how many more episodes not enough rachel uh i see we have enough. one next week and i think there might be two more i don't think it ends on the same night as golden bachelor i'm curious if golden bachelor takes up the whole time and then paradise it's just skipped to another week. I'm not quite sure, but I think it ends in December. Maybe like December 6th or 7th. Hmm. Um, so we still have a few more. I don't see how we get any real... I mean, obviously we know Aaron says he's going to propose because he needs that to be his ending. I truly feel I he will so do too. it because he needs that. He wants to be the person that yeah. walks out of there engaged, you know. Um I don't see Blake and Jess getting engaged. I don't see Tyler and Mercedes getting engaged. Maybe Avon and Kylie would be the only other one. And that doesn't even see. We haven't and seen anything. Just don't, I mean, we haven't seen an actual connection. We haven't seen any yeah. interactions. They're just sort of lying around together. Yeah. So, I don't know. I feel like it's a lackluster season. Yeah. I don't see how anything exciting could happen at this point. And even if Jordan comes in and Rachel has a connection with him, it's so late at this point. It's unfair. Yeah. I mean, obviously, they're not going to get engaged at the end. No. You know, they but might. Maybe they'll date. They might date, but they live in different places. So it's, like, just very difficult when someone comes in at the end for someone. Mm-hmm. Whether uh, next rose ceremony, though, Brayden's gone. I'm sure we know that, right? I, I, I guess, guess unless Olivia picks him to sympathy him now. God, but, no. Brayden, you need to go do some self-reflection and, and try to figure out why. You didn't feel that same connection. I mean, uh, why? Yeah, these why things you happened to you. Blew it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. What was that? I guess we'll be back next week. We're off for a week after that for Thanksgiving, and then we'll be back. Okay. Again. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.